Hello, and welcome to Humming Fools, a fortnightly podcast and amateur auditory guide hosted by nobodies and dedicated to the artists, dreamers, or anyone out there with the creative urge. I am one of your nobodies, Kyle Stuke, and later I will be joined by my platonic second half, Noah Bosley, along with our guest, Jasper Logan, an American hip-hop artist from Chicago who just released a new album titled Love, Life, and Longevity. Guys, as you'll hear later on in the episode, I am uh, we've, we, we've been trying to have Jasper on for a long time. Um, right when we started, uh, we heard his name as someone important to talk to, uh, a local Fayetteville artist. And so um, we finally did it, and it, it was a great show. Um, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear Jasper's music, if you haven't yet, and just to, to hear his story and his thoughts and everything. Um, he's a really cool guy, and I'm super thankful to, to now know him, even though it was uh, socially distanced, you know, over the phone. Um, hopefully someday we can meet in person. But uh, anyway, just a quick disclaimer before we get to the episode. Um, unfortunately, 2020 came for us. Uh, Murphy's Law happened and we lost the uh, later half of Jasper's audio, which sucks. Um, and we were very sad. We, we, uh, we, we lost the rapid fire, which is one of my favorite segments. But we still have enough for a solid interview and Noah and I talked and we didn't really want to <laughs> ask the same questions and just kind of fake it. And so um, it's a bummer that we we lost that that part of the interview. But um, again, it's there's still enough for a good interview and we'd rather just have it be as it is as opposed to, you know, try to recreate the magic that occurred. So at some point in the interview, it'll kind of just... Uh, <laughs> awkwardly transition to some music and I'll end out the show telling you where you can find Jasper's stuff and all that. But um, two other quick housekeeping things is just, if this is your first time here, thank you for checking out the podcast. Uh, We really appreciate it. We have a lot of other episodes. So if you end up liking this one, we have other interviews with other amazing artists. And Noah and I also take time to do discussion episodes where we just talk about art or creativity related projects or topics that we, uh, you know, are interested in. Um, Along with that, we do our own creative projects. We do a comic book together called Evilcast. And then we also have a YouTube show called The Night Shift where we review horror movies. So may not be to everyone's liking, but if you like us or if any of that sounds interesting, um, check out the show notes. Uh, Most of our stuff can be found on ominous.media, which is our website. But enough about us. I know that you're probably here for Jasper, which makes sense. He's amazing. So without any further ado, here's the interview. see me going like this a lot jasper looking at my phone i'm not looking at instagram i'm no. just looking at my notes you're not on, so you're don't not worry. on twitter scrolling no <laughs> no i'm like yeah so anyway <laughs> he, tell me about your crazy he, no he uh, he lives he live tweets all our podcasts while <laughs> people are recording <laughs> man Yo, this guy's got nudes <laughs> 
Spicy oh, nudes man. coming up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Spicy nudes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wait, is it right. uh is do y'all curse on here? Like, should I not curse? Oh no, you good. You are allowed to curse. Okay, okay. Um, we kind I kind of go off of the of the guest. Like okay. I'm able to be a good boy, but if the guest is feeling saucy, I might I might sprinkle in there too. Yo, but, I, um, yeah, feel free. I feel like cursing is like the new smoking. Like you gotta be like, yo, can I say this now? Like, yeah. <laughs> do you mind if I do you mind if I curse? You mind if I like this right can here? I can my, I curse in your house? <laughs> yeah, can I can I can I bum a curse off you? Real really? Facts, right? <laughs> Uh, well, Jasper, thank you so much for um, coming on the, the show tonight. We're super pumped to have you. Man, same, um, same. And I like to give a, an origin story for everyone we have on. And so, mm. like I was telling you while we were emailing, um, which sounds super lame, by the way. I just realized <laughs> that. While we were emailing, it's like it used to be, that used to probably be sexy. But now that's, I don't know, I felt really old saying that. Anyway, um, after our second interview, uh, which was TJ Williams on Humming Fools, mm. right afterwards, he was like, guys, like, if you're trying to get, because we were just starting out, he's like, if you're wanting to get really good artists, you got to talk to this Jasper Logan guy. Oh, wow. And I was like, absolutely. And I, because I had heard of you before. And then, you know, we just, we got busy, tried to bounce around yeah. to different types of mediums, but always had you in the back of my head. And then it was perfect because you just had some new music come out and I was like, Perfect opportunity. Now you're here. And so it feels like a weird full circle. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that. It means a lot. It means a lot to be here. And shout out to the TJ for the plug. Like, that's that's awesome that he would say that. I think the same about oh, him. Oh, yeah. Treason. Well, Have you yeah. seen him recently? No, it's been... I haven't seen him in a in a while. I think the last time I saw I saw him, it was, he was... Him and uh, Sam were doing the Treason Houses thing at some, somewhere. Okay. And... Uh, and I went and and I saw them perform, but that was a, that was a while okay. ago, man. Yeah, he um he got his haircut recently, which if you remember, you know, yeah, he had, he had like the long, huge, yeah, yeah. And so our friend Josh Flynn, who who does our intro and outro music okay. here, he gave him a haircut, and I saw a picture, and I was like, "Who the heck is that man? Oh, wow. That's not TJ." <laughs> um, it's you should look it up. It, it's pretty strange. Dang. But, um, you were you were talking off air before about being interested in podcasts. Have you? Have you been on any before, or is this? Are we getting the scoop? Are we getting the the Jasper Logan? This is the first know? one. Yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my first pod, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> Noah, we did it. <laughs> we popped a cherry. You po- <laughs> <laughs> pop in the pod cherry. <laughs> <laughs> That's our goal, um, and it happened. Well. Before we uh, dive into everything, I just want to set up the structure for our listeners and for you. Um, so first off, uh, you're just going to start off telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, what you make, uh, how long you've been making it, why you make yeah. it, how you make it, all that stuff. Uh, after that, we'll take a quick little song break, listen to one of the new uh, tracks from your newest album. And then after that, Noah and I will launch into... Um, you know, our normal general art questions uh, before getting specific to your work and your process. For sure. Um, and then we'll end with rapid fire, which is uh, where we ask quick and, and dumb questions. And hopefully um, it'll be a positive part of your 2020 experience, <laughs> not a negative one, but it could very well be a Just negative end one. end it on a real low note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but does that sound all good to you, Jasper? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Uh, All right, Kyle, well, let's begin. Before oh. we do that, I, this is probably won't pick up on your mic, but your mic on your headphones thing. keeps hitting your zipper, and it's like super loud. Mm. 
Uh, I was like, what's well, that clicking? Got the double mic going. <clears throat> well, yeah, this one makes it makes it sound better for um, into into Google, uh, ah. but uh, then this one's going into my computer. But yeah, the people can't hear that, thankfully. But I'm sorry that it's annoying. You know, I don't really know what to do about that. <laughs> that that's all right. Uh, okay, <laughs> as well, long as you're uh, as you're aware of it and it bothers you while it's happening. Well, that's yeah, fine. thanks for giving me more anxiety. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I love you for that. You're you're a good man, and we'll talk later. Um, <laughs> Anyway, Jasper, why don't you just give us a quick little uh, description of who you are and, and what you do? Dang. Okay. Yeah. A quick little description of who I am. Uh, I'm Jasper Logan. Um, originally from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, born and raised. Uh, moved down to Arkansas in like 2013, right after college. Uh, been here ever since. I love it. Uh, I am a artist, a musician, a father, a, uh, I don't know. I just try to do stuff that like inspires people and, uh, that I love. Um, and so I do that. Like I, 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 I make music. I, um, I've been into film a lot lately. Um, I've been into uh, theater a lot lately too. Um, I got into theater because I was interested in, in film. Um, mm. and, and yeah, so like, that's what I do. I try to just make cool stuff and like stuff that's inspiring and stuff that's like uplifting and also stuff that's like very real and, uh, uh, relatable to, um, and yeah, what was that? Who I am? What was the question? Who I am? Oh, you, that's you, good. You crushed okay, it. Okay, is that yeah. good? Okay. Who you are, what you do. Yeah, yeah. you do a good job. Um, how old is your daughter? She's four. She'll be five January 23rd, which is kind of crazy because time flies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dang. Um, how how has that been during, uh, you know, just everything with the pandemic? Is it is it hard being, you know, having, like, you know, she's not in school, I assume, because she's four, but, um, and some people can't go to school. How's it been, you know, <laughs> raising someone during this crazy time? So it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been good and difficult. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't, no. cause I don't have Oh, okay. Kids. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Noah, do you have kids? No, no okay. Don't. Well, you got your dog right there, so you, I got two dogs. You got yeah. two dogs. <laughs> uh, no, nah, so like it's 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 been um, kids are a blessing, and and they're a blessing because like you kind of get to learn like I don't know like w- recently I, I've I've been watching my daughter and like I've learned like like she's been teaching me how to be a kid again. And that's been like mm. really beautiful, like mm. just the just the like aspects of like um, trying something with all of your might, and like she's been uh, she's really become like she's becoming more self aware, right? And so like we'll play this game where like she'll jump off of the stairs and I'll catch her, and like sometimes she'll go up like you know steps that are really high, and she'll get really scared, and you can visibly see the fear, and then she'll like. You can visibly see her take a deep breath and then jump. Mm. And then like, yeah, yeah, that, like, that's Mm. like, that's like, Tang, like, she just conquered this fear. And like, and like, that's, that's been really beautiful because like, now, like, there's a lot of fears. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
you know, with like the pandemic, with like the racial stuff, like everything, mm-hmm. right? And and like to see it from like this kid's perspective and like her just like take a deep breath and like plunge into it. It's like kind of learning that like, man, can I learn how to do that now? And so like it's been mm-hmm. really difficult, but it's also been really like good and beautiful because like she's been teaching me a lot. And stuff, and so That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my dad and I had a similar game when I would jump off the stairs. It, the only difference was that he wasn't, he wouldn't catch me. He wouldn't me. catch you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, um, that, and that, uh, oh, so thanks. Just, just teach you a lesson. Just you know? <laughs> that builds a lot too, you know? <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I have a, I, I, I kind of know what you're talking about a little bit with my nieces. Mm. Um, they're, they're around, you know, 10 through 13. Um, and, Sometimes we'll be talking and I'll realize that, oh no, it's like that that tragic Peter Pan. I'm like, oh, I've grown up. Yeah. Because they'll say something and I'll kind of like have this adult reaction. Yeah. Of like, well, that doesn't make sense or that's silly. Or they'll want something and my, my mind will think more practically. Yep. I'm a practical person. Mm-hmm. And so I see myself kind of like putting these guardrails on what they can you know, do or, or, or think. And, and that makes it sound worse than it is, but I just kind of recognize that. I was like, these are kids. Like, when did I stop? Facts. Like, you know, like having that imagination yeah. and that kind of, you know, desire to learn and grow. And so I've been trying to do a better job when I'm with them of encouraging that and not kind of having these guardrails. But that's cool that you get to constantly, you know, learn, like you get to learn again, like you were saying. Yeah, well, and it's like, I mean, like, I, I would venture to say that, like, you know, we do that to ourselves in, in large part, right? Like, yeah. put our put those, like, guardrails on ourselves, like, you know, in creativity and everything because, like, the world has, like, conditioned us to, like, do those things, right? We had other adults be like, nah, that's not very practical or, you know, just different things like that. And it, like, instills those guardrails in us instead. We don't... So, like, it's been good to, like, kind of, like, take a step back and, and evaluate my own and be like, yo, do I have like guardrails that I'm like, that I can just take a deep breath and like jump over and like not think twice about it. And like, you know what I mean? And so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's cool to go back to the, the stair thing to like see this little person forming and then see, like you said, the, the fear in their eyes, but then also the will to, to push forward. Yeah. And even though it's a different challenge, it's like, it's that nice reminder of, Oh, like, okay. If this, if, you know, if this, beautiful little girl can, you know, Facts. jump off these stairs. What can I do yeah. like in my own life? Yeah, so. 100%. Well, I'm feeling very like now I'm like, oh man, Kyle, what, how, how are we going to break down these guardrails? Like <laughs> now I'm like feeling kind of deep. So Noah, I kind of want to just leave right now and let you do the rest of the interview. I'm feeling a little, a little melancholy, but we'll, this will be a perfect transition. I can cry in private while we take a song break. So really quick, we are going to listen uh, to good girl from now, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jasper. Am I supposed to say love, life, and longevity, or is it love and then subtitle life and longevity? I get anxious about titles. <laughs> so you, what is it? Tell me what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's love, life, and longevity. It's okay. I don't know if I should tell you why it's in parentheses. Like uh, you don't have to do anything. You you can you can create you know the magic of your art artistry or not. I don't okay, know. You yeah, don't yeah. owe me anything. I just wanted to say it correct. No so. no no no. Yeah, it's just love, life, and longevity. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Because Noah, if you remember, we when oh, we yeah. had Micah on. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're like, oh, I remember all your mistakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> we when we had one of our uh, other earlier guests on, I just kept mis I totally misread his album and just kept oh, saying man. the wrong name. Just the same thing. And over he was and like, up. "Hey man, uh, just so you know, like I like everything you're saying, but you're totally butchering <laughs> the name." And I got very hot, and I journaled later while crying. That's, so, well, look, I won't have to do that tonight. No, nah, no, nah, that. But that's a beauty about like at least you know at least some of my art. I I, I say it's like you know it's it's. It's up for interpretation. You know what I mean? If you want to take it as love, life, and longevity, then, you know, take it as that. Like, that's that's good. <laughs> I appreciate that. Next 100%. time someone says you mispronounced something wrong, I'm going to say, no, that's just my That's just my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, sir, that doesn't that doesn't apply to money in a store. Give me the rest right, but- of my... This check is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm an artist. Jasper said so. Haven't, didn't you listen to our podcast? Yeah, yeah. Just send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is going to be Good Girl from Love, Life, and Longevity. We'll be right back in a second. Girl, I want to be your everything. I want to take you, show you everything. Don't want to leave it up to anything. I want your hand to have a wedding ring. I wasn't scared, I didn't know what you needed. I wanna be with you and watch us change the seasons. Go to the yard in the winter when it's freezing. You look like summer when you got me overheating. I know you spoil, you deserve it. Cause you perfect, I know you worth it. All the mother girls, I keep them on the surface. We go deeper cause I know you got a purpose. So won't you show it all, show it all for me Show it all, show it all for me Show it all, show it all for me Cause you holding on when it had me tanking Titanic when you landed on the scene as I landed Tsunami wavy baby but you know I never panicked Something like Kalani girl you know you got a vantage point view Girl I only wanted you Why don't you just come through Why don't you just come Big J dog from the south When I told you I was ready girl you know that they can vouch Girl you know that we go back back Like your mama couch girl Let me take you out girl Let me take you out Just be ready yes I'm slipping so I can't just lay Oh man, we're back. It was crazy how long we were gone. How, did everyone is everyone feeling refreshed? How you doing, Jasper? I'm good. Noah? I'm good. Good. That was a good uh three three minutes. I don't know. I don't Something remember like how long that. the track is. <laughs> um it was actually two minutes and twenty six seconds. That's what I yeah, Noah, two minutes so, yeah. and twenty six uh, seconds. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, so let's start up. Let's start at the beginning, Jasper. We might, you know, dance around time a little bit. But For sure. You, you, according to my research, again, please correct me if I'm wrong. Started uh, 
rapping, making music at 12. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So around that time. So like I grew up going to church um, and like grew up just like typical like black church, um, black culture church. Um, And at that time, there was not a lot of like rap in the church. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, which is funny now, cause now there's like tons of like, I mean, <laughs> Christian rap and like Lecrae yeah. is huge and like Chance is huge. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, we were doing this before this was cool. <laughs> but like, um, I had a friend who, uh, whose dad used to, whose dad, um, kind of, they just started coming to the church and they ended up doing like a rap or something there at the church. And I was just like, yo, what is this? And like, it just blew my mind. And so from then I just like went home and just like started writing like a ton and like all that stuff. And so, and we would, so it was me, his son, and then another friend of mine. And we kind of started like a little group and we would just like write songs and then perform them at church, which great thing about like black church also, like, it's kind of hard with Black Church. But the great thing about Black Church is that, like, you get to, like, they kind of let you do anything as long as it's about Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you get to, like, kind of, like, hone your skills there, right? Like, that's where, mm-hmm. like, a lot of musicians come out of, right? Like, they play drums or they play keys there, you know what I mean? And Oh, and I think Anderson Pack was the drummer at his church or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 100%. Like, quite yeah, a, like quite I a think, few guys. Yeah. Yeah, like I think Beyonce sang at her church. Like you, mm-hmm. that's that's this kind of just the culture of the like um of of the church really is that you just you just grew up doing things in there and they, and they allowed you the freedom to like hone your skills. A support um, system. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. Um and so we did that for like a long time and like just kept doing it and it kind of like branched out into like different churches around the area and stuff. And so, um, and until we got to like college and then kind of went our own separate ways, but yeah, we did that. So that's kind of how it started. Nice. Do you, do you have a um, clear memory of once that started then going, Oh, like I am, creative i am an artist like obviously you started doing it and you enjoyed it and i feel like there was a lot of freedom in that but did you when was the moment uh if it happened when you were like oh my gosh like this is something i'm good at and like it's 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 part of this um inheritance of like artists that have come before me like i'm joining this bigger thing like it's not just something i like like it's a vocation yeah so okay so like uh, I'm gonna try to answer your questions with two parts. So, like the artistry mm-hmm. aspect, I think mm-hmm. came after I listened to the College Dropout by Kanye West, um, and that was the point where I began to associate hip hop rap with art um, and with the idea mm-hmm. of artistry. I think at first, um, kind of culturally, hip hop was like. And hip hop was like not really seen so much as art. Um, mm-hmm. It was seen as a lot as like, I mean, there were a few artists that we 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 might say was like an artist. Like you might say like Nas wasn't you know, uh, Nas was one of those. But as a whole, hip hop was kind of seen as this this genre that wasn't very like artistic or like wasn't 
art. Um, and I think I fell into that trap as well growing mm. up until I listened, until I like heard uh, the college dropout and like Kanye and, and his like, and how he handled the idea of like art and like made hip hop art and like, not made it art, but I, I guess you would say he made it clearly visible that this was art, right? Um, taking the same form that like, you know, other guys before him had done, but like making it clearly visible that it was art with the like production and with mm -hmm. the like singing and the instrumentation and even with the, you know, artwork and the teddy bear, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many different like creative aspects go into like, you know, um, that whole thing. And so like that was when I began to know like, okay, this is like art history and like that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um the vocation piece uh didn't come until like probably like I mean after college like you know when I moved down to Arkansas like um which is kind of funny cuz like I was in Chicago which was like a city that was very like probably you know most would be like yo this is sure. this is conducive for you know what yeah. you want to do <laughs> and People then I go to Chicago to do that right yeah. right exactly and then I moved to Arkansas and I'm like you know I think I might want to be a rapper which is funny like <laughs> I uh I was actually done like I didn't want to be a rapper and then I ended up meeting um Corey who like you know he mm. he makes he makes a lot of the beats for me and uh mix and masters everything for me and I met him like the first year I moved down to Arkansas and uh, we were just, we had coffee and we were just exchanging each other, like exchanging stories. And he had lived in Illinois for a little a little bit and uh, he had told me about this band he was in and he was like, man, I make beats. And I was like, no way, I like rap. Well, used to. And he sent me like some tracks and and the tracks that he sent me that day ended up becoming like, you know, the, the first project underneath their diamonds. Um, and then a few other songs later. Um, but then that that was like kind of what sparked the like, yo, maybe this, you know, could be done as a vocation. And then like since there, it's just been a constant like learning process of Curve. Like, you know, there's so much on the outside looking in, when you think about the music industry, there's so much that you, you know, initially, especially back then where like 2000, you know, I think I moved down in 2013, like that time, like, that was still towards the like, you need a label era, right? Um, mm. And then that, and then that slowly started to die down, and like people started to realize, like, oh wait, I can throw my own shows, or I can do this, and I can like put my own music out, like, et cetera, et cetera. And then that made me go, oh wait, this can be vocational without the idea of having this giant machine behind me, et, yeah. et cetera, mm -hmm. and stuff. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of when the vocation piece came in and the play. But ten out of ten answer, man. You question. <laughs> Dang, I appreciate um, that. I, I'm very long-winded, so sometimes I'll ask questions, and then it's like by the end of it, it's like a Lord of the Rings type story where the person's like, "I don't even know what I'm supposed to no, answer." Anymore. No, no, fact, <laughs> bro, I I am pretty long-winded too, as you can see. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> you're in good company. Um, two quick reactions to that. First, it's um, it, it's it, it's cool. I, I knew that you knew Corey, but. Um, when I was doing my, my, my creep session on you, I, you know, went far back and I was like, oh my gosh. And I saw, you know, pictures of you with Corey and I sent some of them to him. 
And I was like, dude, you look high as hell in these photos. <laughs> and he was like, you wish. But Corey actually mi- mixes our show. And so that's Does cool. he he's really? Like a, oh, man. He does, yeah. Yes, um, and so he's a, he's a, he's a great catalyst for, for helping people out. So that's really cool that y'all were able to connect. And I didn't know that he was, you know, uh, there from the beginning. So Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Literally everything that's, like, available, like, he touched. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, he, he mixed mastered. Uh, played stuff on it, like everything. Man, what a boss! Yeah, um, yeah. I always forget how busy he is until people are saying, "Oh yeah, Corey did that." No, no, no Corey was facts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like always doing something. Yo, busy and yeah. just like talented. Like the yeah. dude is like amazing. Like can literally play any instrument. Can like mix mass. Like dude's crazy. So. <laughs> I wouldn't say any. His triangle is kind of his trash, triangle. His triangle that, is trash, but you know. <clears throat> but you know, you let that slide. Yeah, I let, I let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second thought is, you know, I think a lot of artists go through that and continue to go through. It doesn't stop, but they go through that experience of having the world kind of. Um, I, I wish my words were better, but not take seriously their art or the fact that they want to be an artist. You know, it's looked down upon. So yeah. when you have the the kids say, hey, I want to make movies. It's like, well, you're probably not going to be able to. Exactly, or, yeah. You know, fill it in. And so it's it sucks that, like you were saying with uh, hip-hop and stuff, it's like then you have two, you have two barriers because it's not only, oh, you want to be an artist? Like, no, that's not realistic. But it's also, I don't even take your art seriously. No, facts, yeah. It's, so it's I'm glad that weird. you persevered because again, like whenever I talk to people and you know, you, you start to see the the universal uh, struggles or you know patterns and stuff. And so whenever I talk mm. to people and they talk about those early experiences, I'm always so grateful to be talking to them because it means they persevere. It doesn't mean that they're at the top or that they're you know are bathing in money or whatever, but it's like you have a lot of work underneath your belt. Yeah, and I'm so grateful that you know you believed in yourself because. You have a ton of stuff, and it's really good. So thank you. Man, I appreciate that. I mean, Nip- <laughs> Nip- Nipsey Hussle said it best. Like, you know, I remember watching him do an interview, you know, or right? That was maybe right after he won his Grammy or whatever, and he was like, the only thing that separates me from, you know, anyone else is that I just didn't stop. I just didn't give up. And, like, mm. you know what I mean? That idea of perseverance is just, like, just got to keep going. Absolutely. Yeah, so. The more, the older I get, the more stories I hear where it's like, this person was this, you know, this age when they finally broke through or. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it is like, again, the goal from, I'm trying to change my mindset where the goal is not to, to make it because then I'm not going to ever be happy because hundred you know, percent I, but it is encouraging of like, Oh yeah. Like if I just stop, I'm ensuring that, you know, my journey will not continue. And so you just have to like have, crazy stupid faith in yourself and be like i don't care if the whole world tells me my stuff sucks i'm gonna keep going yeah and like yeah i mean definitely have you know you definitely need that type of faith and uh but also like you know like the ability to like um like set like goals for yourself you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's important and like be and once you like set those goals and like like realistic goals like not like you know, making it because what the what like what does that mean? Like, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> mean but like setting goals, like yo, like all right, we're gonna make sure the pod gets to you know 
10, 10 listeners this month. Then like you reach 10 listeners, like, yeah, like from the outside looking in, like, oh, they only got 10, but it's like, bro, we, we met our goal. Like, that's a celebration. And like, you just mm. keep keep building and building and building and let that be your strength. But. Very true. Um, so let's go back to uh, underneath uh, There Are Diamonds. I'm just curious, again, for it being the first album, what was your, I want to hear your experience of, it's like, you know, you've been doing, you'd been doing stuff for a while, yeah. you, you, you quit, and then you came back. As a, you know, for it being the first album, just walk me through, what was the experience like? What, what, did, what went into making it? How were you feeling? And then let's go to the end when you released it. What was, how did you feel and what was the reaction? Yeah, so going into it, uh, I was in a very weird place. So like, um... But I didn't know I was in a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> we usually don't. Yeah, yeah. Back, <laughs> like, I, I, looking back, I was like, man, I was kind of crazy. But like, I didn't know. So like, I, I had just, um, I had just finished college, just moved down, and just started like my first like big time job. Um, mm. And I still had all of this like trauma and like hurt and pain that like I experienced in um, Chicago growing up that I hadn't really addressed. Um, and you can hear, you can hear that a little bit, you know, or well, a lot of bit on, on, on that album. Um, and so like music has kind of, music has kind of always been like a means to like process that sort of stuff. Um, but, and, and that, and that time, like I didn't know that like I was, you know, still like, creating more, um, kind of creating more, like, I have more pressure and more, like, you know, um, trauma that, like, I was, like, experiencing, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, um, to a lot of my friends and family, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, I made it, like, you know what I mean? I got mm. a real, I got a good job, like, I got, like, um, whatever, like, I'm, I'm not in the city where like, you know, a lot of bad things are happening. Like, you know, yeah. I was making like a salary, like, you know what I mean? It wasn't nothing crazy, but like still, like I had made it to, you know, a lot of like my, my family my family and my friends. And so um it was a lot of reflecting, a lot of reflecting of like, you know, man, is this okay? Like <laughs> and a lot of like <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Uh, gu- like, guiltiness. Like, also, like, you know what I mean? Like, what makes me better? You know what I mean? And that's where, like, mm. um, you know, songs like, you know, Lord Knows come come, come from. Um, and then even, even like, pressure. Um, and then just, like, the... Con- but also the constant, like, pressure of, like, you know, I still want more. Like, I still want to, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Succeed even more and, like, do do even more well in life. I don't know if that's correct grammar, but <laughs> you can do even We don't worry about that. Y'all worry about grammar? Is, say less. I said, I, I let that bar drop long ago. Say less. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, it was it was just a lot like, but I didn't know. Like, I was just like, I was just living. I was just going. You know what I mean? I was just like rapping. Mm-hmm. And like, and this was the first time like, so I recorded everything at Corey's. And um this was the first time I had access to like just like studio like you know what I mean like twenty four seven really and like Corey and I like I would mm-hmm. just come over to Corey's like you know maybe four or five times a week 
and just like be with him like all night and making making music, making songs, like recording songs and like we we recorded a lot of different songs for that project. Probably like I can't remember how many is on there. It's only like five or something, eight maybe, seven. Eight songs. Eight songs. We probably recorded like ten to fifteen. Um mm. and then um and then there was a few songs that I just did that just didn't didn't make it or whatever. But that whole process was like different and new because like where I'm growing up, like if I wanted to record, like we had to like you had to be ready. Like you had to it was gonna be like, you know, hundred dollars an hour. And we could mm-hmm. only afford like maybe an hour or maybe two, like, you know, if we all put our money together. And then if we in there, we gotta you gotta go straight. Like it was business. You gotta go straight and record it and knock it out. And then hopefully you can get it back soon or whatever. Um, mm. but this was a whole different process. Like I got to learn the whole like process of like just sitting and listening to like, you know what I mean, listening, seeing how my voice sounds, like seeing how like, you know what I mean, like stacking harmonies and like trying to sing mm. and stuff and like just different things like that. Like I got to actually like sit and like you know, try to make stuff from scratch. And like Corey, Corey made all of those beats on uh underneath the anonymous. And to like even watch that process and then be involved in that process too was like was was good. Um but also like stretching, you know, and like again mm. made me like made me like dive into like the artistry of it more. And so like even like like even that that was like all new. Like not only that, but even though like the the releasing of it, right? Like finding artwork, taking those pictures, like uh mm-hmm. the little things that like people don't tell you about, like, you know what I mean? Like gotta find artwork. And, and like we had like a a uh release or like a release party show or whatever. And I, that was super fun. Um but back then I ain't know, like I didn't know that that like that was like like I didn't like it didn't register that like, oh you just threw your first show, like you know what I mean? Like your first show that like people came and bought tickets to come see you. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my my family drove down from Chicago, um, mm. and surprised me. And like it's like, yo, they everybody's here to see you. Like that's that was that was a different feeling uh, altogether. Um, I'd done shows before, but like I'd never thrown a show. You know what I mean? I'd never been in charge of the event. I'd never been in charge of you know what it's gonna look like when people walk through the door. You know what they're gonna be hearing. What 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 what's it gonna feel like? You know, I never mm-hmm. I never did that, and so that was like the first time like doing that. And I didn't know like all of the stress that came along with doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm. And so like it was difficult. Because like I don't know if like I was allowing myself to feel those stresses, you know what I mean? Like I was just like going and going and going and going, and uh, and I, I think eventually like you know that stuff like kind of it, it eventually it does it catches up with you either way, you know what I mean? Like stress is gonna <laughs> stress is gonna come out <laughs> one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, but it was it was it was uh it was a it was a good feeling for for definitely my first first go 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 ahead at that if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad it was a good experience. Um, despite, you know, obviously there, there being its challenges. That is cool. I mean, I've tried to, I think it is hard. I mean, it's a dumb, it's a dumb word. And I, I use it ironically a lot with my friends telling them to be present um, when they're on their phones or whatever. But I have found it's like, there is that hunger, you know, when you're trying to, yeah. to get better and you, you're going after those goals to where, 
in the moment, maybe you get something you really want. It's like just instantly devoured. And then you're like looking at the next thing. And so it's, it is hard to like have that foresight to be like, this is a big moment yeah. for me. This is my first like show that I'm throwing and people are coming in and enjoy it. Facts. And that's <laughs> important. Like, I don't think we know like how important those, those like that awareness is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That, that goes into like, that goes into like being able to do another one. Like that mm-hmm. goes into like feeling prepared enough to do another one or feeling prepared to like, you know, do the next thing or whatever you're going to do in life. Like we need that. We need those. We need that type of awareness. Have you found um, ways to be better at that? Because I'm terrible at it. So Bro. that's why you're on the show. Because <laughs> no. I need help. Bro, like that's, so that that's funny because that's literally been like, like my goal, like the past like two years, like just because the idea of like, you know what I mean, like being present is like being mindful, like that that shit actually like it increases it increases and like betters like your performance, right? It increases like, mm-hmm. you know, it increases your ability to perform better. And so like yeah, like I'm trying to make sure that like I am like, you know, as present as possible like through every process, you know what I mean? Every step of the process, right? Like through the like creation, through the planning, and even through the celebration. Like usually so like I I started doing recently like, you know, what I mean, if ever I, if if ever I do like making sure I celebrate things. So like I just released this album. Usually I celebrate things by like going to going to see a movie by myself. Um, <laughs> but uh, but now it's like now nah, now nah, that COVID is like nah I'm not going to the theaters. <laughs> yeah, that from makes home. Sense. Yeah, 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 facts. So, but but like having like making sure like I buy like you know a bottle of wine and like just sit and reflect and like celebrate something and and, and things like that. Like you got to celebrate these things, otherwise like otherwise the moments are like gone and then like and you don't learn how to be present in it. You know what I mean? There's some science behind this. There's, there's, there's some science behind that shit, but I don't really know it. But there is some science behind it of like make, like setting goals, celebrating goals that like helps you and stuff. So, I, th- I think there's okay. also something about like finding the learning moments, not just the stuff to celebrate. Hundred like, percent. Oh, this is this is a, a a spot I could have improved on that I wouldn't have caught if I you know just kept. M- powering forward and not taking the time to learn. A hundred percent. And that's what they say. Hey, look, here's the science. <laughs> oh, there it that, is. That, that's what they... Science has entered the chat. Yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> science has entered the chat with the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, and the dumb podcasters, <laughs> don't... <laughs> no, that, that's what they say, though. Like, is that, like, you know, um, like, it's not, like, the amount of hours you spend on something, but it's, like, the little things that you change... Um, mm-hmm. as you're doing something, right? Like that helps like, you know, create, that helps like people perform better. And so like, I don't know, there was this rule that's like 10,000 hours, like to become a master or something. Master, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they like recently debunked that and it's like, no, it's actually like, you know, being able to see the little things that you like change, which only comes through like, you know, reflection. Because and, and, you can you can waste 10,000 hours. You can waste 10,000 hours, bro. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
it would be really discouraging. It's like, we've debunked it. It's not 10,000 hours. It's 1 million years. <laughs> no one is a master. You're never getting there. You never. Science sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this is a, a good transition to one of the questions I wanted to ask you is going off of the, you know, correctly processing things. I think for myself, you know, and it, it can just be tied to, you know, your soul, your emotions, and, but that can be tied to your art as well, which is allowing yourself to feel loss, sadness, failure. Because I think, like you were saying, that go, go, go mentality, sometimes negative things can happen. And like Noah's saying, you could potentially gloss over a learning moment because it feels bad. It feels like a bad experience. And we talk about this all the time. Critique doesn't feel good. And so usually our brain goes, okay, well then no, thank you. I reject it where it's not a bad thing. And so for myself, I've been trying to do that where something disappointing happens. I don't say, oh, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I go, no, you're sad. Be sad. You can have some wine. It's okay. Like you can feel bad about that. And so something I thought was really cool that you did was you hosted this event called the topic of grief. Mm -hmm. Um, and to, to, you know, have people come together and, you know, uh, release, talk about, you know, yeah. process, all that stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about that event and 100%. the story behind it? Yeah. So like that kind of started, um, just like, I mean, kind of similar to what you're saying, like my own self, like, um, I was, I was at the time I was making a lot of, um, I was making a lot of music and, uh, it's funny, like before I got to this album, I probably went through like three different albums. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so like I was making a lot of music and I was and I had wrote like four songs where like um my granny was like the topic of the, of the songs. And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." And my like my granny has passed away when I was maybe like um 11, 12, something like that. Um mm. but before that, she was very like she was very like present and uh involved in my life and i and i realized that like man i like i couldn't really remember her funeral and i realized mm-hmm. like yo i couldn't i didn't really process that death very well for you know how much she meant to me i kind of just kept going mm-hmm. um and then i started thinking about like well shoot like you know and my culture, specifically, you know, the, the African American culture, like we don't process like grief um, very well. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, um, in terms of like, you know, when you look at the like mental health side of it, right? And like mm-hmm. mental health awareness um, and all things mental health kind of have a bad stigma in in um, in minority cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's that's kind of where it, where the idea uh, birthed out of. It w- was like, okay, like yo, I I need this for myself. Like I was I was in counseling at the time too, and uh, I was realizing like the benefits of that and like being able to process um, your pain and your hurt with like um, a professional. You know what I mean? And having them being there to like even like s- something simple as like putting words to like you know, the things that you're feeling, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. what that is. Oh, that's what that term is. Like, yeah, that's that's what that mm-hmm. is. Um, and so, like, I wanted to, like, and it's still, like, a goal of mine is to, like, give those 
um, tools and those skills um, to like my community um, and like minority communities, like as much as possible. Um, and so that particular like um, one on grief and that event was just very like healing, like and just very good for like people. And like good. it was really it man, it was really strange and like an interesting like. We got a lot of like people that like, you know, we had people fill out surveys and stuff afterwards. And like a lot of people were just like, wow, like from the moment I walked in, like I felt like safe. Like I felt okay to like, you know, wow. process things. And like it was good. So we had like four licensed professional um counselors uh doing a panel discussion, uh, two African American and two Hispanic. Um, and so they kind of talked about the topic of grief. And how to process it from those perspectives, right? And and specifically um, within those cultures. Um, and so it was good because we had the audience. We had a time where, like, you know, the audience would ask questions, and like, they were just they were like, "Yo, how to like?" There was a there was a girl who who whose granddad was on her deathbed on a, on his deathbed, and he was like about to die, oh. and she was like, "Yo, I I know I'm about to feel this stuff, like." How do I like mm. process it? Like, how do I get ready for this? And you know, and they're answering their questions. And I'm like, man, like it was just another, it was just a really like beautiful moment that like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't I had no idea the type of like impact that I, that it would have um on a community and then like on myself and then like on the, on, on people. Um, but yeah, like that's just kind of like it's it, it's birth out of that like that same thought process. It's like yo, like we're we're taught like so much to like, you know, not to be to be like unbreakable, which is kind of like, kind of like the 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 thought process in, in my album too, right? Like with love specifically, mm. like you know, uh, which is taken from a I don't know if y'all know who C.S. Lewis is. Y'all know C.S. Lewis? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's taken from the C.S. Lewis quote. You know, if you wanna. Um, if you want to be uh, lock, lock your heart in a box, if you want to be, you know, to love is to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. and 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 it's just like that idea of like, you know, we don't want to be vulnerable, and no one wants to be because we don't want to feel those things, and so when we try to do everything to avoid them, but when you do that, like it just causes more problems, and it. It just eventually it catches up to you, you know what I mean. And so, like specifically with that, like I mean, even with me, I take the, use me as an example. Like, you know, I'm, but I just turned thirty, and I was writing songs about my grandmother. Like, you know, fifteen years later, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. still like having a process of like, you know, that, that that just goes to show you, like, if you don't deal with that stuff, like, it's gonna come out. Like, it has to. Like, it, that's just the way we're designed and built. Um, and so it's better to process it and do it in a healthy way and stuff. So mm. I feel yeah. like in, in music in general too, there's kind of this idea that, uh, you know, you can only process it. Like it, it makes your art better if you are, you know, tortured and like, yeah. you know, like you'll, you'll benefit from it if you're, uh, you know, in a bad state of mind or whatever it is, you know, um, it's almost, almost fashionable to, to you know, have depression and things like that. Yeah, that's a whole. Which is like the the flip side 
Because, I mean, overall, it's been great for music in general, but, you know, especially for, for hip-hop, just the, the mental health awareness and everything. So yeah. so many rappers are, you know, open about this now, and, and you've got all the guys from Odd Future and, and like, right. Brockhampton, and, like, so many artists are making really good music and not, you know, trying to push that down. Yeah. But I think the, the, the flip side is kind of using it as a kind of a, a fashionable thing. Well, and, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the, the industry is going industry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's true. It's true. If they can be commercialized, then Yeah, it's like, they're yeah. going to do what they, you know what I mean? They're going to do... I mean, it's the same thing with, like, you know, the racial, like, injustices happening now. Like, there are companies that, like, you know, tweet a racist... Thing just to like get more attention and then be and then come around and be like, oh, sorry, we did that. We want to. We're in support. It's like, yo, you you're literally just doing this to get more. And it's just like nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so like, yeah, like people are going like like companies are going to be companies and like you know people are going to always try to make dollars and always like the industry is going industry and like that there is a trend. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's kind of cool to be like sad and hurt and like depressed uh-huh. and like you know what I mean all that stuff um I, I try to make it so that it's like you know what I mean it's authentic right like I yeah. mean even in like my album like it's definitely like you know what I mean a lot of like hurt and like pain in there and you know mm-hmm. but like you know it ends with that like you know the idea of like you know the last line of that poem is you know forgiveness is freedom like Mm-hmm. There's there's freedom that comes along with like having gone through these things and then like um and then being aware of that and then like now you get to live your you know you get to live your 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 life how you choose to see fit you know from free from all of that hurt and pain you know what I mean but obviously that stuff has to come out like you can't just keep that you can't just keep that shit inside it's got to come yeah. out but mm-hmm. yeah yeah Noah it's got to come out so why are you why take it out on you <laughs> i know i want to stop um yeah i have a hard time like i feel like my nature goes back and forth between like extremely and romantically optimistic for the human race and then really pessimistic it's just like bouncing back and forth and so like when you see companies do stuff that people applaud. I'm like, man, like yeah. if that thing wasn't popular right now, yeah, like, I don't think so. Like, I wish that it's like you could have like a machine that like would make something unpopular, and then you could see if the company acts the same way. Yeah, because um, Disney's had some stuff where they're like, hey, look, we got two girls making out in Star Wars. Like, we're cool, and I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, right. But then <laughs> I think you, I know why you did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but that's a whole other discussion. 100%. <laughs> but I also feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people can, like, tell. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, the, yeah. you know what I mean? And the immortal words of Jay-Z, real recognize real. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's, again, it's it's a longer, different dis- discussion. But then the question is, like, well, even if it is done because it's popular, is that good? Because it's that's true. question mark? That's true, like, yeah. At least, like more people are represented like is that the way know. forward yeah yeah, yeah I don't know. facts i you know again science isn't part of the show so don't yeah. ask me not a doctor um i do i do feel like yeah. i i run into that issue where i'm like man i wish more you know 
more companies, more media or whatever would do this and this. And then when they do that, I'm like, yeah, but it's fake. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you kind of have to take what you can get, but also I wish there was more authenticity. I don't know. But also like, I think there's like, I think there are ways that like companies can do that and then not be like nasty and then not be fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you were saying mm-hmm. like, yeah, we we stand with this movement, et cetera, et cetera, but then you like rip off another person's idea over here mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you cut corners over here and then it's like, nah, come on. Like that's- Put in the effort. Yeah. 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 Don't, yeah. Like don't, don't, yeah, don't do that. Just, it's, it's just <laughs> different. Like I think that there are ways that there can be, um, that there can be- uh, that both can happen, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think companies really want to take like really want to take the time, the energy, and like you know money to like accomplish that. I think part of it too. This is, I mean, again, a whole other discussion. But uh, it's not wanting to put the right people in charge. 100%. It's like, well, we'll we'll keep our power because we like the influence we have, and we'll do your thing real quick because it makes us look good. <laughs> but you know. That when the next thing comes along, we'll do that. But you're you you do your own thing. We'll keep our you know kind of our agency, our power. hundred percent. We're not we're not going to step aside for you. 100%. You know, it's like kind of this this dynamic. hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah, and that's the sad part about it. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the, yeah. The last thing I'll say just to that point, no, is like you see companies. They're like, oh yeah, like you know, women don't get paid enough or there's not enough women or, you know, you can have that with anything. It can be, again, for, you know, different races, different people, of uh, sexual identities, whatever. But then they're like, okay, well, we want to be better. But then everyone who's in charge is the same, is the same. type of yeah. person. And usually an uh, older white man. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We want to be better, but we're still, like, the older white man should be the one who is empowering women. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, like, if you really, <laughs> like, you should get women. <laughs> Or someone who knows about that. So, again, that's a whole other thing, but um, interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Going back to the authenticity, I do think that that comes out in your work, Jasper. Um, You know, when I was listening to it, I was like, this guy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I I really felt like I could feel it. And so I kind of want to dive into um, your newest album. Can you... and feel free to say as little as you want because I know that is that annoying artist thing where someone's like, what does it mean? You're like, ugh, like, come on, you got to participate. Yeah, also, sorry for slapping my microphone. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, I am curious just kind of what the, what, what the um, feelings were, what the, what the theme, the drive, just share as much as you want to about this, this new newest album and, and what went into it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So, uh, so it's, um, there's a narrative in there, um, and for me, music is music is like ninety eight percent feeling, um, and so like there's a lot of feeling and and there um, a lot of feelings of like um, love, of hurt, sadness, pain, all of that stuff, like. It's, this was actually important for me um, to release, especially during this time, because I think like, I mean, if you look at my, my last release, which was like the EP, um, 
Uh, I guess I can say it here. Niggas in distress. <laughs> We're not going to say it, but you can. <laughs> yeah, I can say it. <laughs> I was going to call it NID. Uh, like, you, like it, that... <laughs> Like, that was very much so, like, you know what I mean? Very, like, um, I guess, of the times. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and kind of focused. Yeah. yeah, focused and very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, and I and I found myself making a lot of songs like that. Um, you know what I mean? And for, for a while. And that's, I mean, that's in my, like, you know what I mean? That's, that's in, like... That's on all my albums, like that 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 sort of content. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was it got to a point where it was like, I mean, kind of like what you were saying. Though, it was like, like uh, you just like it was just always there, and like not that like it was going away anytime soon, mm-hmm. or that it has gone away. Um, but I wanted to like take a different focus on it, like. Um, I was, I, I have wrote one song that I may release soon, but there's a line that I wrote in a song that, where I say, uh, kind of about those topics about like social unrest, racial injustice. And I say, man, like, and I say, uh, in the line, uh, I want to fall in love again. And like alluding to this idea of like, I was feeling at the time, like I couldn't say anything else. You know what I mean? Mm. Like sort of like trapped in this and not like not like by anybody like not by like my fans or anything like people saying like oh you can only rap about this thing mm-hmm. um but like I was I was sort of feel like that was everything that was coming out and like I didn't like that like I didn't like the like hurt that type of hurt of that I was experiencing over and mm-hmm. over and over again you know what I mean constantly seeing like people that look like me like you know what I mean, killed or whatever and like experiencing the, you know, other nastiness of like racial injustice, you know, the election, everything that was going on. And it was like, and there was this like idea of like love that was like, you know what I mean? Like, dang, I don't even have time to write about love. Like, you know what (laughs) what I mean? Like, and other artists were coming out with music about love. Like, you know what I mean? Like art, like, other like artists that kind of like weren't affected by it, you know what I mean? Like there were a few artists mm-hmm. that like didn't put anything out during that time, right? Um, and they waited until things would kind of die down, then they would put their song out, and then things kind of wrapped up again, and they would mm-hmm. put the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there were other artists who could like potentially not be affected by that stuff, right? And like didn't have to say anything for a while, and could just like put out a love song or put out a love album, and like not think anything twice about it. Yeah. And I and I just remember like, damn, that must be nice. <laughs> Thinking like, yo, mm-hmm. like, that must be nice to to like not even have to like. I'm not saying that they didn't feel anything, but not have to feel anything to the point where that it like hindered your, you know, your movements or altered your your movements. Um, and so like, really, this came like. And I was like, also like experiencing these things too, like you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. experiencing like um, these different forms of love and like heartbreak and stuff, and like and like so go diving into the idea of like man, like putting it out as a record, like as a project, was like kind of like is that is this okay now? Is this whatever? 
And like, mm. and again, like back to my daughter, <laughs> I I wanted to lean into that like tension um, as much as possible because um, I knew it would like change and like change me and make me better. Um, and so uh, I did that, and it was it was uh, I think it's uh, it was just different different for me. Like this is a different like sound for me. Um, it's a different like um, feel for me. Um, the content is different, um, but I also like I enjoyed that too. So I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? That was a lot. No. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to do it one more time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> you're like this is the worst podcast ever. Um, no, that that all makes sense. Yeah, I think it's. Again, I'm going to do the typical Kyle thing that I always do on the show and go, oh, everything you said sounds so tasty. Let's go through every single beat. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the, the idea of like people or, or let's go backwards. The idea of you being like, I only have one thing that's on my mind right now yeah. because it's so important. And then other people have the the privilege to to not be affected by it, to be able to be like, I'm going to put out a love song. Yeah, And I think that's like, Oh man, that's just that that that's tough. That's ugh, it just yeah, it makes me sad and it goes back to, you know, w- one of the first songs I heard by you um was Back Down, mm. which is one of my favorites. I really like that one. But I remember being in my room um and I was like, I don't know what, I was cleaning, I was doing something dumb. I don't know. But and then the the lyric came which was, you know, it's 2016 and they still might lynch you. Yeah. And I just remember stopping and just like you know, just feeling this overwhelming sense of sadness of just being like, like this person, like fully feels this way. Yeah. Like, and I believe it, like, I'm not doubting it, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this person's like, you know, lots of people, this person and lots of people have to feel this way. And yeah, that's such a disconnect for me because I don't. Um, and, you know, I think that's the, I think that's, it's just such such a tragic thing that so many people get to just, you know, not have to think about it. To to use hopefully a quick analogy to that kind of you know because I think you know everyone's trying to not everyone but people are learning and hopefully getting better and some people aren't. Yeah, unfortunately. But um, for me, I I you know struggle with anxiety. I take medication for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the just a it's just a struggle I have. And so I remember you know, going through this period where trying to get my medication was a nightmare. There was all these problems mm. and, you know, people were mean and the pharmacy was a nightmare and the, the doctors were a nightmare. And it just was awful. And I felt so frustrated. And I was like, I want to do A, B, C, D, E, and I want to make people know about this. And then I just had this sudden thought where I was like, there's people who have that exact same anger and drive, but it's, but for them, it's not just, oh, they don't get their medication. It's, oh, I'm getting killed for yeah. no reason. And that just, again, further, I was like, just damn. Just, it just, it, it broke me. And so, um, to, so, so sorry to talk about myself. I'm bringing it back to no, you. you I just, I think that, uh, you know, I'm glad that you <laughs> felt the ability to express yourself in all the varying degrees because there is so much to a person. And I would, you know, that, that would make me sad if it's like, you know, uh, you, you, someone felt like they could only talk about one thing, but it totally makes sense because that thing's a big deal, a Facts. big problem in the world and in America. 
And so I'm saying a lot, but I'm also no. happy that you felt like you were able to talk about what you needed to talk about. And I hope that <laughs> that was received well. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, kind of like back to what you were saying, Noah, like, you know, the the similar trend with like, you know, sad rap or like sad music, right? Like there's a similar mm-hmm. thing with like oppression, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. and like capturing oppression and like, commercializing oppression because it sells right it now. sells yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and yeah. like mm-hmm. that like and 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 that and that's what it, that 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 was another aspect of it too for me it was like no i'm sick like no i'm not mm. gonna, like am i feeding into this like i don't want to feed yeah. into that shit like nah you're not gonna take my like blackness my black pain and like put it on display and be like look what we like Look, see, this is important to us, and it's mm-hmm. like, nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that right now, like. Mm. And I just thought, like, like th- that was the trend that was like starting to happen, um, and like, and I didn't want to like fall into that, and so like I was like, man, like how can I like, you know, what like I'm gonna just talk about some real shit, like just love, <laughs> you know, which is funny because love is like, yeah. love is like one of those things that like, I don't know if y'all read the uh, the book. Uh, uh, Letters to a Young Poet. Have you ever read that book? Mm-mm. I have not. No, no, no. Uh, it it was it's it's basically it's uh, who was it by? I can't pronounce his name. Some Russian guy. Um, mm. But he writes letters to this like poet who's like trying to become a poet, um, and uh, and so they just like converse. The whole book is them conversing back and forth, and like the poet asking him like different questions, and like. He's asking him like, "Yo, where should I start?" And like the 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 like elder poet is like, "Yo, don't don't start at like love, cause like <laughs> every there's a lot of shit Everyone out there. Is doing it, yeah, yeah, everybody else is talking about love, and there's so much about love. Like, don't start there. Start at, start with things that you're passionate about, and like things that actually like move you, you know. And then like find your way." To this thing, mm. and so like I, I like that's what I've been doing my whole life. Like, like not like kind of avoiding this like idea of love because like you know everybody has one of these. Sure, um, but then like and I didn't and I wanted to be able to approach it right, like approach it from a sincere place and not from a place of like I'm trying to make love songs or I'm trying to make heartbreak songs or whatever some type of shit. But. Um, I feel like I was in more of a space to kind of like observe like what I was feeling um, better and like communicate and express that better than uh, at any other point in my life. Um, and so it's the the album is not like I mean it's funny because like people are like yo who is this about is this about so and so I'm like nah like like I never really <laughs> <laughs> I never really make songs about people like it's it's always about feelings. Um, and so like all of the song, like, even though it, they sound so specific that like, it's like, it's about one person, but like, it's, it's, it's about different feelings that I felt in like multiple relationships. Like, you know, when I was like six or like 10, you know what I mean? Like just different feelings yeah. that I feel that like, um, and like trying to capture those feelings and like through images, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I feel like. There is a, uh, I, I was able to communicate that pretty decently well, you know, so. Man, it's, yeah. this is like so eye opening for me because, like, and I hate to reach into the bag of buzzwords, but uh, like 
white privilege is such a real thing that like just as a you know young white male whatever like everything's easy you know life is hard in general but mm-hmm. things are just easier across the board yeah. and then you on top of that like just it's all, regular life is stuff that I don't have to think about compared to, you know, a black person or even a, a Latino person or whoever. And there's so many layers to just everyday life that I don't have to worry about. But then on top of that, when you're an artist, I can create art about whatever I want and people will be like, oh, great. But then, you know, there's social unrest and then a black artist feels that whole weight on them like oh my gosh do i i like i'm responsible for this i have to say something yeah. i have to speak i have to speak out and it's like but i don't want to like i want i want to be able to keep doing what i want to do yeah. but now i have this extra like weight on top of it to where you you'll I mean, I don't know if this is how I feel, but you're, I feel like you'd almost be worried that your stuff won't be paid attention to if it's not about this central issue. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, or like that people were kind of push it away. It's like, ah, yeah, but it's not the right time for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still focused on this. And it's just like, there's so many things. And it's just like so stressful even just <laughs> to think about. So I, I don't even know how, how you would go through that. But yeah. Bro, like, but that's the, like... I mean, that's like, yeah, there's all of that. But like part of it is like, you know, like me being okay. And like hopefully the world becomes okay with like people being complex. Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. people are complex. Like they're not like just this like one thing. Like, you know, you don't have to, like, we don't only have to make black movies about, you know, gang violence or like, (laughs) or all that other shit they try to like put on us. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to like, like, we can make black nerd movies. We can make black love movies. Like, we can make, you know, different things. And so like, it's, it is difficult to like, and even like, I mean, I think about like, I think about like, Kendrick Lamar, you know, and how like he put out the album to, P- to Pimple Butterfly, which was very like, you know, social, you know, awareness, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then his next album, um, Damn, which mm-hmm. was like this, like, and that to me, that's like the most like perfect way you can come back from that. Because like, on one hand, you can kind of, you, you kind of like can see artists that like dive into the like, social justice thing, et cetera, they kind of like, you can get trapped there and like mm. to the point where that's what only what people want from you, right? You yep. know what I mean? They yep. only want to hear what you have to say about like Trump mm-hmm. or about like racial injustice or about et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And like, they forget that you're a person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> hold on. And like his, and like, that's why I like Dan was so, I think so important to him and so like important to like, me is because like after his like social injusting feelings and things that he like genuinely felt and like wanted to get across like he still reminded people that like hold up like I'm a person and sometimes I want to stunt sometimes I want to like do this sometimes I want to do this and like that's okay and like yeah you know what I mean and like we sometimes people and as culture, like we need to be reminded that like people are multifaceted and people are like, complex, and 
that's okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but. Yeah, Dave Chappelle had this whole thing recently where he was like, <clears throat> anytime that something happens, people reach out to him and they're like, what are you going to say about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, am I supposed to? Like, why Why am I like the standard bearer for yeah. this, for all of these issues all the time? Because I have spoken about these things in the past. Now I can't get away from it. He's like, no, there's like a whole new generation of people with a whole new set of, you know, issues and 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 feelings and methods to you know approach these issues and stuff like that it's like sometimes you got to take a back seat because other people are going to do a better job than you and you got to kind of find other stuff to talk about that you know isn't talked about as much or stuff that you just want to talk about yourself so 100 percent. yeah it's pretty crazy yeah yeah the uh I, I, I say the quote too much on, on the show, but it reminded me of what you were saying, Jasper. One of my favorite quotes is Walt Whitman, who I don't know if you're, you, I know you're, you talked about poetry. He's a poet. Okay. Um, but uh, one of my favorite quotes by him is he says, he's like, do I contradict myself? He's like, very well. He's like, I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. And it plays right. into, it's like, yeah, people are allowed to think a ton of different stuff. And sometimes it's weird and it doesn't mesh with it, but it's, that's a person. And yeah. when you have people, um, especially celebrities or artists, um, you know, who, who um, you know, are either minorities or, again, like they're just part of some group that's not popular. There's this pressure that gets put on them to be, you know, ambassadors for their group. But that's so unfair because, again, everyone thinks different things. And so it's like one of my best friends is gay and it's like, He's like, I'm not the, like, be-all, end-it-all for gay people. Like, you know, we all think different things, too. Like, we're (laughs) still people. It's not like we have a hive mind for gayness. Yeah. You know? Um, And and like Noah was saying, you know, with Dave Chappelle, I I think that happened a lot, too, with, like, with stuff this year is that, you know, people were feeling uncomfortable, and so they would, you know, text their, you know, friends of, you know, different races, specifically they text their black friends and they're like, hey, are you okay? What should I do? Like, and it's like, that's not that person's responsibility. Like, there's so, there's, everyone's going to think differently. And so anyway, like Noah was saying, it is unfortunate that double whammy of it's like already it's hard enough, but then you have the artistic level where it's like, no, 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 we don't want that from you. And, and again, it goes. It go to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Well, I was just gonna say on the on the flip side of it, like, I do understand like where like part of that comes from a place of like you know people feeling like they can trust you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? And like, sure. I want to make sure that like you know I'm a good steward of that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure that I'm a good steward of your trust. Like, I appreciate you 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 know thinking that like, you know you trusting that what I would have to say on this topic would be beneficial to, you know, to mm-hmm. you and to, like, whoever else. Like, that means a lot, even though you're wrong. <laughs> but that means a lot. Yeah. But no, nah, like, making sure that, like, it, there's definitely a balance to it, you know what I mean? And to 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 make sure that, like, you know, if if I don't feel, like, equipped to say, you know, whatever, you know, I think... Would, might be beneficial than like definitely like pointing people to the right direction of like, yo, look at this article, look at this, like listen to this person or whatever, like listen to that, you know what I mean? So 
uh, but not in a way that like, as long as it's like healthy for me, you know what I mean? Like not in a way where mm -hmm. I have to like become like the teacher of anybody and you know what I mean? In any way, shape or form, but mm. in a way where like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm well enough and like self-aware enough of my own, like, you know, what I'm able to do that like I can point people in the right direction or whatever, so. Yeah. Well, again, I, I think that goes back to what we were talking about with the mental health stuff. I think that shows a healthy mind on your end because you're thinking about things very deeply here. You're having a self-awareness to go, oh, man, like, <laughs> I can't sustain all this pressure, but at the same time, I am honored to have a little bit of the spotlight, yeah. and I want to be a good steward, as you're saying. And so that's just hard. That's a lot to navigate. Again, like, it's already hard enough pouring out your soul and being like, hello, world, look at it, and then to have all this other stuff mixed up with it. So, yeah. Um, let's get back to the album, though. Mm -hmm. uh, I, When I was listening to it, I didn't try to listen super closely to the lyrics or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, but while I was listening, I just, I, I did go, man, this is, this is romantic. This is like, you know, that's just what it felt like to me. And so I was going to ask about that. I'm glad to hear there is, you know, that, love theme as it is in the in the title mm -hmm. um what did so you said there weren't any specific people that you're writing about which i think is really interesting so you were going more after this this um you know this uh what's the word compilation of of feelings and emotions can you talk a little bit through that that narrative like obviously it's love but what were what what did you want to accomplish at the end of the day with that with this thing that you had never allowed yourself to do before you said yeah so like uh i wanted to accomplish the like feelings of like specific moments you know and so like i mean with like don't tell me um it's uh you it, i wanted to accomplish the feelings of like uh victim blaming in a sense <laughs> uh, you know what mm. i mean and so it's like um i don't know if y'all did y'all did y'all peep the like ig notes of like how to enjoy this album on my uh IG? Mm -mm. okay so like yeah she got the lighting and all that yeah stuff. yeah so like yeah, yeah. I, I posted like some like like notes of like how to enjoy each song and just like some, oh, i should have looked at that, that and just cool. like some fun facts on like each mm. song and so with don't tell me one of the fun facts that i posted was that like it's actually reversed so like it's like comprised of like two kind of different songs right and so like it goes from like this like it it, it kind of initially sounds like you know the guy is the victim right like this girl's doing a bogus she She's telling him things <laughs> that she doesn't mean, et cetera, et cetera, all of this stuff. Until you hear the end of it, then you hear like, oh, the guy may actually be <laughs> the messed up one who's neglecting mm. her and who's doing all of this stuff to actually get her to this point where, you know, she says, yo, I'm fed up and I'm done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, I wanted to, like, capture, like, specific moments of, like, those feelings, you know, what it feels like to like be the guy and, and you know and, and talk to a girl and like and her be like yo you're not giving me enough time or like 
you're neglecting me in this area or you say you're gonna not do this and you're still doing this and like the guy being like yeah but i'm busy trying to do this and like mm. you shouldn't know this and like the girl being like yo but what until she gets fed up and then like then it's like victim like yo hold on how you gonna leave and how you gonna do this how you gonna mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> Hey guys, so this is what I told you about at the beginning of the episode. This is, it's just me. Normally I get to end the show with Noah and our guests, but that audio is dead. It is it is ashes. It is It has been thrown into the ocean and given to Poseidon as an offering for, for 2020, um, unfortunately. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I hope you enjoyed listening to Jasper, which I mean, who wouldn't? The guy's a boss. But um, if you want to find um, Jasper's stuff, uh, just check the show notes. We'll have his website, his Facebook, his Instagram, his Twitter, all that stuff. And and please be sure to, to check it out. And please check out his music. Check out his newest album. It's really good. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure uh, being your host. Thank you guys again for for listening. I hope that your December is going well. And what better way to end this episode than to have Jasper play us out? So thanks, guys. Uh, Keep on humming and keep on fooling. I told you, baby, wait. You want so much so fast, it's dangerous. Wild ambitions couldn't take it. I want to see just where you take it. Nothing you do is ever basic. You always leave me in a maze. Somehow I'm lost inside this maze I can't escape, it wouldn't change I wouldn't change I like it, oh no, I love it I like it, oh no, I love it I like it, oh no, I love it I like it, oh no Keep a couple houses running in your cup Oh baby, oh baby Cold nights keep me cuddled up inside of your love Oh baby, oh baby And I like it, I love it I like it, I love it I like it, I love it